How the sports are played. How the sports are played. How the sports are played. 365, we're making a place. We're talking again, get you to the days. We're high in the court, they're down in the lane. Variety topics, living the same. All presentation, sports information. In the airways, taking the nation. All sport, all plays, they're working your faces. Grace at the field, so type the laces. Welcome back to He's on Fire podcast, you guys. He's on fire! We're on episode 45, and it has been a lot of fun covering these teams. We got the pleasure of covering the Cardinals when they were good. (laughs) This Phoenix Suns team. That is just mowing down everybody in every way, shape, or form. It doesn't matter if they start bad, if they miss free throws, if they turn the ball over. They just keep on winning. And we're going to get to absolutely everything tonight. I got my man, Suns fan Randy here. We've got JJ, as always. I know you guys don't know who he is because he changes his name every single time. And we finally (laughs) pulled Suns fan Randy into throwing out the Dodgers hat. All good things happening tonight. We're going to get into everything tonight. I'm excited to talk about it. All-Star game is coming up. We're finally at the break. 47 and 10. Suns just won 124 to 121 in a weird ass game. Welcome back to He's on Fire Podcast. Let's get into it. for starting late everybody you know we had a weird game that went on a little bit late i've got a sick kid upstairs that my wife is tending to but here we are trying to give you the absolute best covers that we can when we're just a a podcast full of dads right now except for sons fan randy though i'm sure that's gonna start but to me the kind of big thing that i want to talk about first and foremost Vlogs already said it. Hope we get a notification on CP3. If anybody watching, which our numbers are down because the best Suns podcast and Suns Jam session is on live right now, obviously. They've got all their followers, so I'm going to spam them during this podcast and see if we can get followers to uh, come over here and give a listen. But CP3, I said it last night. I got a little bit of Twitter flack from some uh, some good followers, good followers, but I said CP3 should, should, should uh, sit out. I didn't think this was a game we needed him in. I wouldn't have minded if we put Aiton out and Book out. You know, just I just didn't feel like this team had the mojo right now. It's off a of back-to-back. Weird things happen, and people are like, nah, we're not built like that. These dudes always play. I get that. But after seeing kind of what happened when he's holding his thumb or whatever, uh, JJ, are you a little bit worried about CP3, or you're just kind of like, nah, not really? No, not really. Uh, it was right before the All-Star break, so it's not like we're going to be playing games without him. Uh, he's going to have a week of rest before uh, his uh, showing in the All-Star game uh, uh, next weekend. 
which I'm, I'm very much looking forward to. But man, 48 and 10, guys. Remember when those numbers were reversed? Like, uh, <laughs> this is such a good time. That's uh, true. Booker, uh, Booker just took over the game after Booker got ejected for that soft, you know, uh, uh, that soft little toss up. Yeah, it's Chris Paul probably like walked into him. Most likely he did, but uh, like these refs need to like, you know, chill out all right <laughs> but yeah. uh yeah 48 to 10 this, this uh this team is just rolling we're gonna get into aaron holiday and everything that he's uh doing. I, I gotta i gotta he's cut you off game. chris paul but, is getting an mri on the hand that he injured in the last game before the break against the worst team in the west while the suns are head and shoulders above everybody else so he's he's getting an mri um i don't know if it's as we speak but if i see something i'll, I'll update you uh, but uh, tomorrow, tomorrow morning, tomorrow morning, injured right hand. So it's officially an injured right hand, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't, I'm a little concerned. Cause like I said, I feel like games like this, especially against like, like garbage teams or like bottom That's feeder teams. Think, it's right. like, it's like, these are the games that you get hurt in because then you get a lot of players that's on these like bottom feeder teams. It's like a lot of G league dudes trying to like, try hard or like you get like the dudes that just don't really know how to play at that level stuff like that so it's just like it's easy for you to get hurt or like for you know what i'm saying players and stuff so i mean like i was one of the ones that was like look i think cb3 should be cutting down even though like i said i feel like that injury like i don't know it was probably was gonna happen anyways or whatever or you know what i mean it was it's hopefully it's not on his shooting hand but you know what i'm saying like it is what it is hey Here's a question. So AD goes down tonight. That's anybody that follows sports, follows the Suns. You already know AD's gone down. We're not breaking news or anything here. He got an MRI right away. Like within, I think, 26 minutes ago, I saw they already had the results of the MRI. So if they were really worried about it, you think they would have already done an MRI on on CP3 or x-rays at least? Like wouldn't that have already come out, you guys think? Uh, Go ahead, AD is uh, like kind of like the saving grace for this Lakers team right now. So might as well try to check it real quick, you know. Uh, but, man, it sucks for AD. He landed bad, but, dude, he's made out of glass. Like, he's a big guy. He needs to learn how to land his feet, like, all the time. Yeah. Stepping on someone's foot is another thing, but dude had plenty of ground to step on, and, like, he's constantly rolling his ankle. Like, this isn't anything new. Like, I feel bad for him. He just, like, like, come on, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, well, going to CP3, I don't know, like, am I concerned that he didn't get it right away? Um, I mean, on the JJ Riddick podcast, he did kind of say like, that was like one of his deep fears is like the MRI machine and stuff like that. And he has a fear about like getting x-rays and stuff like that. So maybe that could have been the reason on why he didn't, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead and do it as fast as he probably could. But I don't know, man, like luckily we got a break. So hopefully it's not that bad. I feel like if he plays in an all-star game, then I'm, I'm not going to be too concerned about it. Ah, don't even play. Just, just don't, just don't. I understand Booker wanting to play because he missed last year and the year, but he missed his first year with an injury last year with COVID, and now like he wants to play. So I totally get that, and they don't even try hard anyways. But don't even, don't even play CP. Don't even play. It's not worth it. I wanted him to sit out tonight. I hate when I'm right about something like that. But right. Monty didn't listen to me this one time, and look what happens. <laughs> Damn. So. We got the CP3 thing going on. I just really feels like feel like that's kind of clouding over everything just a little bit because like it could be a little something right there. What if it is a small fracture? You're talking eight to ten to twelve weeks, and I, I hate to be a downer right now, but this is the position where we're at, and this is his history, right? Right. 
So Randy, any thoughts to that? Um, uh, like, I mean, I guess we'll dive into it a little bit later on too, but the backup point guard playing definitely, we got campaign down too. So, and then point book is just, it's just not it. So I, I would be a little concerned of, uh, it's to me, it's like a, it's like a gift and a curse at the same time. Cause like I've been wait, waiting for a long time to see what we look like without CP3 running the offense, because I feel like this team still needs to be able to like function and know what to happen or know what to do or how to run the offense without him, especially. And so it's good that it's happening now or that if it does, if he's out for an extended period of time, it's good that it's happening now. So we can kind of figure it out instead of being in the playoffs and then book ends up with a 40 point triple double. And we're all like, how did that happen? Like, you know what I mean? Or like, you know, everybody's standing around or whatever the case may be. So I'd rather do it now and experiment and like, you know what I'm saying? Get it done with, and then try to, and then move forward with it. So it's a, it's a gift and a curse for me. What do you think, JJ? Oh, I, I'm on the same uh, uh, ship as uh, uh, Randy. I'm definitely going to ride your coattails on that. Yeah, it's better for it to happen now than uh, game one, uh, round one against the Lakers, let's Jesus. say, and, and <laughs> breaking his finger. <laughs> and then, then he's out for eight to 12 weeks. So I'm glad it's happening now. We don't know if it's broken. It looked like he jammed his finger. I'm just going to roll with that. I think Roy said that earlier. That's what I'm rolling with. He wasn't grabbing but, his finger, though, you guys. He was grabbing right here. Yeah. That's not – that ain't a jam. I don't know. I don't know. But as long I, as I, it's I'm not just going for the best. Yeah, as yeah, long as it's as not his shooting. Shoot what, I mean, he doesn't really go right? left anyway. I don't know. I don't know. He doesn't really shoot left-handed anyway. So it's I like, got to look back. I got to look back. It's his I, right I hand. Yeah, uh, it right. it's his right yeah. hand, and then he was holding it like this, and then he was doing this. Sorry, this is this is great audio content for anybody listening. Right <laughs> now. Like this. <laughs> I'm grabbing, I'm grabbing the little piece of fatty skin that's like right between your forefinger and your thumb, kind of right in there. It looked like that's where he, that's where he was. And this has been my fear, man. This has been my fear to look beastie as all hell have it be the quote-unquote best sons team ever and then something like this happens this has been my fear i haven't said it at all i haven't said it i'm not coming over here and jinxing everything i'm just i'm just being real of where we're at we all remember joe johnson i guess you guys might not shit what am i talking about <laughs> 2005 joe johnson in the playoffs going down we all remember amari like these things happen it's sports we're arizona sports fans for fuck's sake yeah right this happens. Is. I should say it. Uh, there it is. Right uh, sorry there. for cursing, Jana. Sorry for cursing. Dropping F-bombs on my own podcast. I, I apologize. ASAP Sports. <laughs> so so here we are. That's going on. And I really want to be positive about a lot of things right now, but it's it's a little difficult. On the plus side, campaign's been out a campaign's been out a while. He's yeah. got to be coming back soon. So if we've got Alfred Payton, Aaron Holiday. Point book at times plus campaign. I feel like we could at least get it through a stretch of games. I really do. I feel like this team can do it, and maybe it's a good thing. Sometimes when your uh, other players go down, like when Aiton went down, it ended up to be a good thing. We signed a biz out of it. Now we have this depth, right? And right. they showed out. Jalen Smith was able to show out. We were able to trade for who we traded for in Tory Craig. Welcome back, by the way. We haven't even been on the on the podcast since you've been here. It could be a good thing. It forces Aaron Holiday and other dudes to make a move. And Shamit's going to come back at some point. I feel like Aaron Holiday is going to light that ass under yeah. Shamit. Yeah. And he sure. could turn out better. looking like that. Uh, under Cameron Payne. And that's what I'm most excited about with Aaron Holiday. Because, like I said on my uh, show, like 
I'm falling in love with Aaron Holiday and fast. Like it's to me, it's like he's Javon Carter, but like on steroids. Like, you know what I'm saying? He can shoot. Like can he's shoot. under yeah. like he really has some vision out there. Like he's been throwing a little couple dimes and it's just like and when he learns the system, it's gonna be like because he's been throwing it to spots where it's like, oh, I thought he was gonna be there because maybe he's used to other offices. But it's like he got a couple of dimers, and then him and Mikhail Bridges today kind of led that charge of getting this up by nine, even though like they did what they did. But yeah, go ahead. I'm I'm just gonna share my uh, uh my screen for you real quick and show you something that I tweeted earlier earlier tonight. I said Aaron Holiday is a better version of Je- Javon Carter. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> No, nah, I, I literally, I literally just said that. Twitterless Suns fan D is copping me right now. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. Like, just Javon Carter with all the hustle. Like Javon Carter was like he was hustle, but then he would do stuff to kind of like counteract that or contradict it. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, ah man, like I would love you, but it's just like you turn the ball over or you can't shoot or like you do like you can't run the offense. And Aaron Holiday is just like he seemed like he can do. You know what I'm saying? A little jack of a little bit of everything, but it's just like dang, like. Like, you know, so I hate your brother so much, but it's just like, he's so good. So it's, it's a little weird, but, but yeah, man. So it was, it was a good thing to see, but I like with CP3 going down and stuff like that, I feel like we can't hit the panic button because we can't sit up here and, and shout and yell like, oh, we're a deep team. And then now CP3 goes down. It's like, oh damn, we're worried. So it's just like, exactly. we, you know what I'm saying? We got to stand 10 toes on it and be like, all right, we're a deep team. Like this is what, this is what it is. Yeah, I mean, he's not going to be around forever, but thank God for Aaron Holiday. I mean, I, I could go off and on about Aaron Holiday and what I think his potential could be. The way he's able to maneuver between defenses, his shooting ability, his defense, his hounding defense that you were talking about, like Javon Carter. I mean, I just can't wait to see campaign and Aaron Holiday together in that backcourt. I can't wait for them to cause massive panic all over the court. I mean, he looks like just a little bit shorter version of Drew Holiday in that defense, you guys. He mm-hmm. really does. What have you seen, JJ, from Aaron? From a- Aaron, Aaron. Holiday. Uh, Aaron Holiday has been pretty impressive these uh, last three games. I didn't know much of them when we acquired him. We, we were going for the other Holiday brother. Not Drew, but, uh, you know, the other one. yeah justin you know like Mm -hmm. uh, but i'll take it you know uh we played against him uh like a couple days before uh he uh he was kind of going off and i didn't i didn't even realize that was him uh but uh, he's been like very consistent and i think what he's doing is pretty sustainable like yeah we're probably not gonna see much of him like going forward like in the playoffs and stuff but what we've really been missing from this year compared to last year is this uh, the scoring off the bench or just the garbage time minutes where these teams just come roaring back and all of a sudden it's like a three point game with like a minute and a half left. So if uh, if we can uh, if Aaron Holiday keeps this consistency up, like uh, there might be a time where Campaign and Aaron Holiday are sharing the same court and just Aaron Holiday can be sort of uh, maybe the, the uh, leading the charge when it comes to scoring. Yeah, Cam Johnson is definitely going to be out there as well, but uh, the uh, what I'm seeing from him is a uh, very bright and uh, like I'm glad uh, uh, he's young too. You know he's feisty. He's exactly like Javon Carter, but uh, he can play in a point five offense. Uh, he knows when to uh, put the defensive pressure on, and he knows uh, when the switches are coming. So he's very uh, vigilant, and he's really making uh, making it worthwhile uh, during his minutes. So I've been very impressed. Uh, I'm like uh, his shooting has been great. 
uh, and just his chord vision too. Uh, like it's yes. been very impressive. So Alfred, uh, Alfred Payton, he's had a good like five, six games and stuff, but he definitely has some competition going forward. I completely agree with everything you said. It, it's a perfect addition. Monty gets all the credit in the world. It really makes James me Jones question. Does it again. James Jones, yeah, man. Like, that's does Monty, yeah, excuse me. No, but Monty has a way of putting putting all these guys in places where they're going to be able to succeed. And James Jones, I'm never going to question again when it comes to talent ev- evaluation, but I really, really wonder what the Jalen Smith pick was all about and <laughs> what they were seeing there. I really yeah. wonder about that. So, but that's, we can talk about that years from now when he retires after getting us like three or four championships. Devin Booker's kind of struggled of late recently. I don't know if I attribute it to a Devin Booker thing. This team has just looked sloppy over the past week. They look like they're ready to dip. They're tired. They want to be in Cabo ASAP. I bet you some dudes are taking flights right now to get out of there. I would be. Do you guys attribute anything that's happened to the Suns in the last three, four, five games to sloppy play, to being tired, to just not being a good team, or you think it's just they're tired, they're ready for a break, that kind of thing? What do you guys think? Uh, I think it's a number of things. I think it's like you said. Um, I think it's a lot of stuff going on. They're all hitting the Super Bowl. Like uh, they're trying to figure out where they're going to watch the Super Bowl. Like, oh, real quick, got it. Devin Booker just said, Gerald Borgo just asked about Chris Paul and the injury, and and Devin Booker said, I don't think so when asked if he thinks it was something that's going to keep him out of the All-Star game. Oh, okay. That's coming from Book. Sorry to cut you off, but it's breaking news. I really need a breaking (laughs) news button. Uh, Keep (laughs) going, Randy. Yeah, but no. It's a lot going on, especially in the last couple of weeks. Like, the media has been giving us our flowers, so it's like I feel like when you do that to young players, like it definitely goes to their head a little bit. And then, like I said, the Super Bowl, everybody was trying to go and Cam Johnson and whatever, and uh, Kale Bridges had their little thing going on. And it, like I said, and then you get the little senioritis for like the All Star break, and everybody's trying to plan trips with their family or where they're gonna go during All Star break. So it's a combination of things. So that's why like I don't really like give it too much like on why we're struggling, but like another thing. Like it just it just shows you from time to time that this is still a young team. You know what I'm saying? Like going through sure. stuff like this, it shows you like, all right, like these dudes are like 25, 26, like still trying to figure it out. Like, you know, so but I mean it, it is what it is. But with book, like like I said, I just it irritates my soul when he just does this on national TV. And we play like maybe three times like in the last couple of weeks on national TV. It's just like when you have bad games on national TV, it's just like it's hard for me to argue for you that how great you are. It's just like and you go out there and you give me like seven for like 29. And it's just like, yeah. Uh, Dev- Devin Booker, when asked about Chris Paul directly, he said he's fine. Well, I'll take it. There it is. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll roll with there that. You, there you have it. Um, I see Ahmet down there. Ahmet, can you hear me? Or do I, do I need to go out and come in? Give me a thumbs up if you can or a thumbs down. Hey, he can hear me. Welcome, up, Ahmet. Ahmet. What's going on? What's going on, man? Been a minute. Welcome. Been a minute. How's the basketball record, man? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, man, I hear you got, I heard the senioritis. That was exactly what I was thinking. This team, man, they just, they, 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 they were just doing the bare minimum to win this game. Yeah. Even in the end, like they took the lead. They had like a, what, eight, 10, nine, 13 point lead, something like that. And then they just choke it away. Um, Eric Eric Gordon went crazy. Like, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely nuts. It's for his lot. tryout before he's bought out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't so, know. I, I, 
No, I was just going to say with Eric Gordon, it's funny because I was thinking about it like with the Suns and put it in the Suns context. Like remember when we had PJ Tucker um, on those losing teams and he was a buyout candidate. He ended up going to Toronto. It just took a while to do it. Maybe they're just waiting for the right thing. They're waiting for that first round pick. I don't think it's going to come. And then they're going to end up trading maybe for like an, another like smaller asset, like a Jalen Smith yeah. type asset or something. I'm I'm not sold that I want him now, though. No, after kind of not kind of watching him. I'm not sold on that. I mean, I like who we have and I don't want him. I don't want somebody else to come in thinking they can be that dude and get us out of stretchers or get us out of funks and overshoot because <laughs> of we have a free flowing offense and kind of after seeing that tonight and, and how he jacks up shots, I thought I wanted something like that, but I, I just go back to Aaron holiday and I'm just like, damn, that was a perfect fit. And we didn't even know about it. He's a trucker. You know? Eric Gordon's yeah. a trucker. There you go. Yeah. I mean, I wish Cameron Johnson would chuck him. Like I, I wouldn't mind watching him. chuck. <laughs> well, there's a difference between the best shooter in the league and a guy that's a chucker though. Right. <laughs> he, he takes right. the best shots possible. All right. Yeah. Like Eric Gordon just throws it up there because he's the only one that can really shoot from the outside. So, but uh, what happened with, do you guys see what happened with AD? You got hurt again? Yeah. 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 We talked about that a little bit. Oh yeah. But yeah. Dude's been out. You guys talked about I'm it already? Not- I'm not laughing. I'm not being a dick. Like, oh yeah, I'm happy. It's just, it's just like, typical. I, I, real quick, <laughs> Jazz and Lakers are tied 96-96. Warriors are only up three, and I think Nuggets got the ball coming out. Oh, Lakers just went up for the three. Lakers just went up three. 99-96, a minute 16 to go over the Jazz with AD that went out. That's crazy. Donovan Mitchell has 37 points. You guys, hit the like button on this. Share this out and subscribe. We really appreciate it. And catch us on all the audio platforms as well, too. Uh, Jay Ness in the house. I'm, I hope he didn't hear me cursing a little bit earlier. So, so come on in sometime soon, Jay Ness. Uh, Ahmed, I haven't heard from you in a while. T- talk to me about your thoughts on the trade deadline with Aaron Holiday and Tory yeah. Craig and shipping out Jalen Smith and all that fun stuff. Look, I think um, I think that James Jones and, and the rest of the team made the decision that the guys that we have with the leaps that they're making right now, it's going to be a death by a million cuts rather than having a, a bulk third score come in. So, I mean, I, I like that. I like the approach of, okay, well, we can beat you a lot of different ways. And often, I don't know if you guys saw uh, David Nash's last um, newsletter, but the Suns are running new plays with with a bunch yeah. of different wrinkles in it. So I, I'm just like, I, they're prepared for the playoffs. Like they're, they're prepared. They have the right chemistry. They have the right composition of players to, to basically play any style. And we saw it in that Clippers game where they could just come in and just, you know, bring in Torrey Craig, small ball five, which we all wanted um and then play big when they needed to um they could do they did a lineup where it was cam johnson at the five i think i believe with mikhail bridges booker uh cp3 and i forget who the, the fifth guy was but they they're just they're messing around with the lineups and i love it i love it because I, they're just trying to figure out every scenario like they they know what happened last year they went out and got the size now they have the size now the problem is in that drop coverage we saw today JaVale McGee get burned on a few threes Ooh. or get just pulled away from the hoop by Schroeder, right? So now we got to figure out how do we fix that problem. And I think that's, you know, when you start looking at that Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson at the well, at the bigs. Well, they switched in the fourth quarter. They went to yeah. full switching in the fourth quarter, which I, I expected them to. Um, ooh, Denver, Denver took the lead. Damn, Denver did take the lead. 114-113 over the Warriors. That's obviously a game that we're going to – uh keep track of the fact i'm I'm gonna share it up here uh 
something that you said that they're running new plays. I've totally noticed that. I've 100% noticed that they're not running a lot of 52 action, which is the, what I've always talked about. Two guys uh, down below in the corners and two guys on the elbow. They've almost gone away from that, like on purpose. Like they yeah. know it works. They know that's our bread and butter. They're throwing a lot of things in. Last night they threw a matchup zone in, which I don't know if anybody knows. That's like a man-to-man with zone defense. So if you're covered on one guy like in the corner and you're in a zone, you're kind of protecting that area. But if that guy cuts underneath the basket to the other side, you have to stick with him. You're not just passing it off like a zone. You're like actually sticking with him. So it's a, it's a matchup zone. They threw that wrinkle in last night. They threw in a 1-2-2, two, two, uh, a 1-3-1. One, one. They threw in a 2-3. I think they did a 3-2 or they might have disguised mm-hmm. it where, where the guys were coming up a little bit farther on a 2-3-3. They threw in so many wrinkles in defense last night, and it got me excited. So that's a, that's a very good point you made, Ahmed. JJ, are you seeing that too, that – part of the reason we're not really fully functioning right now is because we are throwing in new wrinkles. Have you been noticing that? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And Biza said it uh, just a second ago that the all-star mute? game usually starts about like 50 I games in. Uh, oh, you can't hear me on it. Uh, but uh, uh, does everybody else hear me? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When you're done talking, just, just, just bounce right back in and maybe it'll work. Okay, but yeah, Bees was saying that um, uh, the All-Star game usually starts about uh, uh, 50 games in and we're 58 games in, so that probably has a lot to do with it. Plus, uh, that uh, that rough stretch with the, the Sixers, the Bucks, Chicago, and then uh, uh, B stretch of games as well. Uh, so I think that, uh, those games, uh, they really try to win those uh, as, efficient, as efficiently as possible. And then with the new plays, I've uh, definitely picked that up. Uh, just uh, incorporating Tor Craig back in the lineup. Uh, he kind of fit in right away. Same thing as Aaron Holiday. You got to find minutes for all these guys. So uh, I hope we can get some big men lineups coming in. Uh, we have wing stop going. So uh, I'm happy to see that. Uh, but uh, like, wh- like what I love about what Monty does is that uh, he really tries to bury his best, his best plays back. And he kind of, throws a lot of bullshit in the middle of the season and like uh, really tries to like uh, hide his like best plays from what, when the teams like look at film. Uh, it's kind of like when scholastic schools tries to bury uh, racism back in the past and they just, <laughs> just like whitewash over things. <laughs> so it, that's exactly what Monty's doing with his best plays. So uh, uh, yeah, you can definitely see that you saw it in the Orlando game. Uh, like when they wanted to close it out, they did. Uh, with the game tonight, yeah, it was a little rough around the edges, and the same thing in the Clippers game. I was surprised how fiery the Clippers came out, and I uh, and I think the Suns were too. But you know, they close it out. Um, Kellen Olson on Twitter, uh, he's all uh, he overheard Chris Paul. He's like, "Yeah, uh, there's five minutes left. Let's uh, let's just wrap it up." Yeah, and then they just came <laughs> came and won it. So uh, I'm proud to see what this team is doing, and I'm glad Monty isn't settling for what's going on right now. And he's constantly looking for ways to improve this offense and uh, defense too. So, uh, Real quick, the Jazz just lost the ball and they fouled down three already. So it looks like they're going to the line. And I'm curious to see what's going to happen over in this game over here. Um, I just was going to ask... Uh, oh, he's, he's connecting right back. That's right. Uh, shoot, Randy, I wanted to ask you a question. Oh, Landry Shamit. Do you think he's going to have minutes when he comes back? Um, I, I just saw that... Ahmet roll his eyes. Yeah, I think... 
I think that he's going to have minutes just because I feel like Monty gets these players uh, on occasion where it's just like he's like the Abdul Naders was just like he's kind of like emotionally tied to him. And I, I know that he likes Landry Sherman a lot. Well, so it's just like crazy. I think he's going to get minutes and I think it's going to be kind of like a Abdul Nader. But I think that if he doesn't come and hit the ground like running, like it's just like we need to like either, you know, what I'm saying bench this dude and try to figure out in the offseason what to do with him. You know what I'm saying, or whatever the case may be. But I think that he's gonna have minutes, and it's only because you know how Monty leeches on the certain players, and he gives them like chance after chance. So. Monty Morris, Monty Morris, one seventeen to one sixteen. Oh, let's go, buddy! The Warriors. Let's are go. <laughs> Warriors just lost. There it is. You love to see it. For some reason, yep. my Twitter is nothing but Warriors shit. I don't understand. I might, I might have hit something <laughs> to get all the. Yeah, you must have got trolled or bought it or something, man. Because yeah, I, I get know. that too. I get a little bit of that shit. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't tell if those are real or not because their their takes are so horribly bad that yeah. I'm like, is this a real person? Like nobody could really come <laughs> up with this thought. <laughs> Uh, now we got to go to this out. one. A lot of good games know. in the NBA tonight. We're going to watch a lot of good basketball coming down the stretch here, you guys. Yeah. I'm really excited about it. I'm I'm really curious about what all these other teams are going to do. I mean, I, once it's going to take a few minutes, but once this game is over, too, I want to look at the standings. I think we're going to be six and a half games ahead in first place. Nice little cushion. Nice little cu- cushion. This this game, wow, this game it's is over. over. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jazz, jazz, jazz. They lose Jim Ingles and then they lose it. (laughs) We're not afraid of either one of these teams. So I mean, we're we're watching it just to hate, but like, right. Either way, like we win, right? If one of these teams loses, so Mm -hmm. doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. So so recap. I want to get your thoughts too on this. Amit, I said, I said CP3 should have just sat this game. I wanted him to sit. I don't want him to play. He goes and gets hurt. So he's getting an MRI tomorrow uh, for anybody that's just catching up. And it looks like, let, let me remove this. It looks like he was holding on to right here, right between the, the forefinger and the thumb, the little fatty area, which is not necessarily bone. Bone was more up top. He wasn't holding it kind of up here by his knuckle. He was holding it down, which is where ligaments are and everything, right? And then he was holding his wrist a little bit, which... If you've ever hurt your ligament or your thumb or bent it back or something, that goes all the way down here, kind of into your forearm a little bit, and it can hurt even up into your shoulder. You just kind of get a whole chain reaction there. So he's getting an MRI tomorrow. He was holding that, got ejected on some BS, which which the, the pool report already came out, and they asked, why did you get the second technical? And the referee said, well, because he made contact with the referee. So the guy, so the guy asked him again, and he said – he basically just asked, was it because he made a contact on purpose or was it because why? And the referee came out. It's because he made contact with the ref. So that's all, that's all he says. So that was the pool report. I'll try to find it and retweet it. Oh, here it is right here. Question. Second, second technical foul was assessed for making contact with a game official. And that was believed to be on purpose. Correct. <laughs> the second oh technical God. foul was made for uh, making contact <clears throat> with the game official. So they just repeated the answer. Yeah. But what I've been I mean, seeing this season is, uh, like, uh, like for some reason, refs have been pretty close to players. There's been a couple bumps where, like, people have been thrown out. I don't know if these are the same refs, but I've seen that, like, three or four times this season. So, like, Chris Paul's known for yeah. this shit. I'm not going to. That's the thing. Like, it, it's like when – when uh, when uh, uh, what's the guy's name from North Carolina that used to play for the Pistons? 
that would always just get texts based on him just yelling all the time. What was his name? Jerry Rashid Wallace. Rashid, Rashid Wallace. Wallace. Okay. Oh, Rashid yeah, Wallace. yeah, yeah. Oh, so he shit. would always be yelling at the ref, so he always get text, right? And it's like now with CP3 because he's like so four dimensional with his <laughs> with his stuff that he does that if he bumps a ref like that, and I saw Mike Hill tweet out, he's like, yeah, he did it on purpose. I'm like, I don't think he did it on purpose. I, I really don't because he was looking at his thumb, and I think he was more concerned about that than trying to make a point to the ref and then get ejected for it. Or maybe he did. Maybe he's playing five D chess, and he's like, well, I'm just gonna eject myself rather than take myself out of the game and let everybody know that i'm injured that's possible too but like you said like that part of the thumb either if it goes back or goes forward it, it's painful it, and i think it was on a shooting hand or his passing hand right so mm-hmm. um it, it's it, it messes with your shot um i've had that a few times um you know we'll see if he plays in the all-star game then I think he's okay. If he doesn't play, then we know that it may be a little bit more serious. Well, we're going to know tomorrow. They're going to have the MRI tomorrow. Um, yeah. Again, we play the Rockets. We should have played them. Randy. Yeah, I just hold on. I had a quick question. Like, all right, yeah. so at what age does it start to get, like, if you jam your thumb, you feel it in your wrist, in your shoulder, and it's like, what? Like, I, No, that's, I, when you're, what? that's when you're messing with ligaments. Like, like, uh, yeah, like yeah. if, if you yeah, tear a ligament or, like, re- really... so much shit. It's, yeah, it, yeah. Just, it, it yeah. just goes all the way down. And I, I felt it up here when I did it, and I just, like, hyperextended it big time. Uh-huh. And I just felt the pain go all the way up into here, man, all the way up into my bicep. Oh, man. I, I played like, that football. sounded like age. I played football my senior year. I was 25 when it happened. Okay, okay. (laughs) I got my thumb stuck in a uh, tackle's uh, face mask, and uh, he, like, fell, and, like, my whole thumb went back, and it just shot all the way to, like, my fucking uh, uh, back uh, plate or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. That's trap or something. Yeah, I felt it all all the way. Like, I had to sit out for, like, two games because, like, I felt it. So, Ooh, I don't like that comment. He's right. Yeah, so that is that is bad. And he did play with it last year, so I'm I'm sure he'll try to play through it again. Or maybe it's just Uh, a tweak. Maybe it's just a thing is now. Good good thing is now not in the playoffs. Oh god, I hate this. But the Rockets came out firing you guys. No KPJ, no Christian Wood. They didn't care. They came out firing. It honestly made me think a little bit different of Schroeder. I mean, I thought Schroeder had a hell of a game too. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Shenguin, Shengen, I, I don't yeah, really know uh, how to pronounce Shingun, it. It, it doesn't yeah. matter. He came out firing too. He was looking good. Randy, what'd you think of them Rockets coming out, man? They have a bright future, right? Um, yeah. I mean, I like Josh Christopher, uh, California ASU guy. You know what I'm saying? I hope everything works out for him. Uh, Jalen Green, I like. He was all. Oh, Josh <laughs> Christopher. Yeah, yeah. I, don't I like think he. Him. I think he left a year too soon. Him and um, uh, Remy, but anyway, left a um, year. Homie didn't even play last year. Are you kidding me? He just said I was out. Yes, yeah, so. I'm doing this for my brand. Yeah, so um, I think I don't know where the direction is. They traded Daniel Tice for uh, Dennis Schroeder and stuff like. I don't know where the direction. Uh, Christian Wood was out, so I just don't know. I don't know like what the direction of the team is really. But I think that they're just trying to figure out like just get as many young guys as they can get and then see who's good, like who can stay and who can go and then try to figure it out from there. Yeah. yeah I don't know what the uh, Celtics are doing. Man. I don't know what a lot of teams in the NBA are doing right now. It feels like a lot of them are trying to position themselves for a free agency that has no good free agents. No. That's what it feels like. It feels like the Portland's trying to do that. The Kings want to do that. The Wizards want to do that. Well, let's pair Bradley Beal up with someone. 
and there's there's nobody out there right now. There is one know. guy. There's one guy that his name is DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, they may be trying to like offer a deal to to max him out to oh. where the Suns will match it. I don't think the Suns would be dumb enough to not match it, but they may be trying to think that maybe that's what it is. Yeah, I was so mad with DA tonight because I feel like tonight. Like, like I said, the second <clears throat> half of the season is all about getting DeAndre Aiden paid, or at least putting up the numbers so I feel good about him getting paid. And tonight, like, and then the other night against the Clippers going 6 of 22 or 6 of, like, it was something like, crazy. Yes, I was just like, this is just unacceptable. And then tonight, just like, he gave us 26, I think. 23, yeah, or 23, 23 9. 20, 9 of 15, but it was just like, you should have been eating. Like, you should there's no way Kenya Martin Jr. should be out there, like, or Jason Tate should be out there really putting bodies on you like that. But in DA's defense, for some reason, the refs let Zubak and DA just obliterate each other. <laughs> <laughs> they got no calls, dude, <laughs> on either side uh, when it came to the big men. So, like, and he and missed plus, every time that DA got a pass, like, like the ball was either sloppy, it was like a, it was a, the dead duck, and, and like it. Like, uh, <laughs> he missed, he missed like three shots that he normally makes. Like he he missed two hooks. Oh, yeah, he yeah. missed a little floater. Like he there were shots that should have went down for him. Yeah. Um, they normally do. I think he had an off night. I mean, whatever. Everybody had an off night on defense for sure. Everyone oh, was yeah. like, "How do how do what can we do to just do the bare minimum in this game to win?" Yeah, that's all it was. They want to go on vacation. Yeah. If they lost tonight, I wouldn't have cared. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't have cared. Um, real quick, uh, Lakers come out and win. I'm looking at some tweets of Chris Paul getting an MRI tomorrow, and I'm looking at the comments. We have some really shitty people in this country because they everyone's like, oh, good. All, all, the Warriors fans and Lakers fans are Chris Paul are back at are crazy. back at themselves, their usual selves. You would not believe the comments going around. I mean, we hate the Lakers. They're our number one enemy. AD just got hurt again. Did anybody on this podcast say good or celebrate or do anything like that? Nope. No. Nope. Just a little chuckle. Do, but, or a little do better. <laughs> so let's pretend sucks, Chris man. Paul's okay. Let's pretend Chris Paul's okay, right? We have absolutely nothing to worry about. We've played 58 games. We've got 24 left. 24 left. If we go, I just had the number in my head. If we go 14, 15, and 9, we will have the best record in Phoenix Suns history. 15 and 9, and we're 48 and 10. Are we doing it? Probably. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Because yeah. this so. team, we might, they, they, we they might surpass they it like every, three or four games. They said they want to break every record that any other Suns team has had. Chris Paul, I feel like so. Remember a couple weeks ago, I was like, Booker's out here trying to make his case to be in like a like a starter in the All Star game. He's just putting up so many shots. I, and the way that Chris Paul is not taking games off, I think he's trying to make his case for his MP, MVP. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why he's not sitting down. So I think like this team is 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 they're not they're gonna slow down. They're they're gonna go all the way through this. Yeah, I completely agree. I, I I almost don't want them to though because if if our magic number is like twelve right now, I'm kind of torn. Like one, let's rest our dudes and not get them hurt. Two, you don't want to be out of rhythm. Yeah. So yeah. I'm kind of torn on that, Randy. Yeah. And, when, yeah. and we gotta Go figure ahead. out lineups. Mm. Yeah. Just my whole thing with that, and just like the individual accolades, like 
My thing is, like, I, I would be more okay with it if they came out and said that, opposed to, like, just having to read between the lines. You know what I mean? Because I feel like it's just, like, you can't sit up here and say, like, oh, like, I'm all about the team and stuff like this, but then it's just, like, you're doing stuff that, that could potentially hurt the team because you want to play and because your ego and your pride is just, like, no, nah, I want to mm-hmm. be – I want to get the validation from everybody else. And it's just, like, you don't need – you know what I'm saying? Like, let's go win. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how we get rewarded, like – that's not necessarily, like, up to you, you know what I'm saying? Or, like, how you get viewed. Like, as long as you go out there and win, you know what I'm saying, leave your mark on the game, like, the real hoopers know. Like, the real people that watch the game, not the casuals. But it's just, like, like I said, I, I get it, too. Like, I, I I can't imagine sitting in that seat not getting a validation or getting snubbed or whatever the case may be. So, I get it from both sides of the fence. But that part irritates me. So, I get that. And, and and one thing I do want to point out is that we do have five back-to-backs in the last 24 games. So 10 out of 24 games I do have a back-to-back involved in it, either on the front or back end. I feel like that's a little on the ridiculous side. Right. More fuel to my agenda of wanting to rest, rest Chris Paul. I don't know how many times we've had to say it. Like, I we expected it. At the beginning of the year, we expected it. That's why we signed Alfred Payton, because we thought he was going to be this crafty, shifty, defensive point guard like we saw in New York that can put up 20 points. I don't even know if he's scratched double, gi- double digits. Thank God for Aaron Holiday. But we start off next Thursday, Friday, boom, right away, at Oklahoma City, home to New Orleans, and then home to Utah. I just there, There's a weird feeling I get about this, this back end, and I don't know which side, if it's going to be a good side or the bad side. I, I want you guys to talk me out of it. I mean, after seeing what happened to Chris Paul, I'm leaning towards the bad side. So I want you to talk me out of this. But I just get a weird <clears throat> feeling looking at the schedule. Am I am I drunk? Am I stupid? And what, what am I right now? Am I an I, Arizona sports fan? <laughs> you are an Arizona sports fan. So you have to have that PTSD built in already. But I think like. The back half of the season is messy because if you look at a lot of a lot of these teams, like you don't know where they stand. Like Portland, they've won four in a row, but like like realistically, like what is going on with that team? Like uh, I don't think Dame's coming back. I I don't know what that team is going to look like. You see Houston on there, Sacramento again, another team that shook up their entire roster. Philly, they shook up their roster. Um, Our last game is against Sacramento. You just can't see it at the bottom, by the way. So Sacramento twice. Yeah, Utah, they made some minor moves, but they're really not, they didn't really get better. So, uh, you know, Orlando again. I mean, <clears throat> I'm just looking at the big games like Milwaukee, that's a big one. You know, the Warriors, that's a big one. Like, I, I just want to see how we play against those teams. I think this gives us the time and the flexibility to see what Shamit can do because hmm. now we have a different sort of chemistry with that backcourt. So you can put Shamit out there with Booker, you can put him out there with, uh, with, with uh, Holiday. Like, you know, there's there's different scenarios where he can get out there and, and prove that he deserves playoff minutes uh, and, and meaningful playoff minutes. So, you know, I think that's what we got. Like, even if let, let's say we I, I think the, the, the number one priority right now is we got to finish in first place, get home court throughout the entire playoffs again. Um, get 63 wins, I think is important. I think it's important for the fan base. I think it's important for the players. Um, everything else, like like Randy was saying, like. If CP3 wins the MVP or not, if he really wants it or not, I mean, you know, that's not that important, I think, in the long run. I think these guys know that because the championship means more. Getting it together obviously doubles that. But um, I think, you know, there, there's we're going to lose, probably lose some games that we shouldn't lose in this stretch. But then I also see some mm-hmm. revenge here. Like I see that Miami game. 
Like that Miami yeah. game is going to be yeah. a revenge. You know, um, so and Chicago is probably going to be gunning for us at that point. So, you know, we'll, it's going to be messy, but I, I still think we're going to get over 63. I'm still at the point, and Randy, or JJ, I'm going to pass this off to you. I'm still at the point where I just, it's hard for me to look ahead. Like, I didn't even know we were playing the Rockets tonight when I was watching the Clippers game last night. I'm enjoying the process. So I, I do have a hard time looking ahead. So maybe that's why I'm getting a little PTSD. And I'm just thinking about OKC right now. You know what I mean? Is that crazy of me, JJ? Are you enjoying this ride? Are you just looking forward to the playoffs right now? Where are you at mentally with this Suns team? I'm mentally everywhere. Like, yeah, I want to fast forward to the playoffs and just get this ball rolling because, you know, I have PTSD from the finals. But I'm, I'm enjoying the ride right now, uh, seeing how this team is just progressing and just absolutely slaughtering uh, everybody in the league right now. Uh, but uh, the, the Suns team is going to have a week off. Everybody gets to see their family, get refreshed. Uh, uh, Booker and Chris Paul deservedly uh, get to play in the All-Star game, even though one of them should be starters. But um, but uh, like uh, this backstretch, I, I, I read somewhere that the, now the Suns have like, uh, like the fourth uh, easiest schedule uh, like yep. uh, left. Uh, so uh, that works in our advantage. You can like read the names and like, like really uh, OKC, New Orleans, uh, Utah's not uh, re- really playing good right now, Portland, New York, and then uh, Milwaukee. So we have at least five games before we play uh, just uh, he made competition, it. really. I, yeah, he made it, but it was after the whistle. Yeah, I heard everybody that's cheering. Dope. I was like, oh, man, they didn't show it, though. They, I was like, oh, he didn't even man, react. That's, that's the coolest yeah, thing. Yeah, that's what's like so G that's about That's what threw Devin me Booker. off on watching it. I was like, did he make it? I hear everybody cheering, but, like, that's crazy. That's wild. Uh, but, uh, like, the schedule looks pretty fair, uh, favorable to us, but I, I think from, uh, I, I want to say about, like, March 15th, we start uh, uh, pressing the brake a little bit. I think by then we'll uh, – possibly have uh like like the number one seed and probably clinching it uh pretty close from then on so we can uh uh put our foot to the break and just uh, go through our lineup since uh seeing what works for us and see what doesn't escape uh look over the landscape of the the west and just uh plan uh for the first round so uh yeah i definitely want to take our time with this uh oh monte morris bang and clay uh, on clay yeah <laughs> nice yeah run it back one more time that was a good Jokic pass. going right down to the post looking like he's gonna shoot and then wide open almost oh wait was that Dang curry bang. or monte or that uh, was monte curry or clay that he shot <clears> it on the one they tried to defend it oh that he shot it on yeah i think that might have been curry yeah no i think that was jordan Poole. no that was curry that was, that was curry great. Uh, 100% Curry. So just want to apologize. Everybody had some personal stuff go down with the kiddo. He's feeling sick right before we went on the podcast. So I wasn't in the right, uh, right mind frame. So I want to kind of pass it off to you, Amit, and see, uh, see what other thoughts you have with the Suns going forward since you haven't been on in a minute. Yeah, I know. Um, no, I mean, I, you know, I just like this team, man. I, I, there's, they have so much talent on this team. And and it and it's not just the Booker, Aiden, and CP3, but it's like what Cam Johnson's doing, what Mikael Bridges is doing, and now we're seeing what Tory Craig steps in and he just does what he does, right? And he's shooting at a higher percentage, career high percentage from three, 
which is going to be important for us. Um, you know, uh, holiday too. like holiday is giving us something that we weren't getting before. Um, he, he's like, like you mentioned, he's that Jeff, Javon Carter type player, just a, a version that you can actually play in the playoffs. Um, so I, I just love the depth. I just love the chemistry. I, a death by a thousand cuts. I, I think, you know, it doesn't have to be Booker every night. It doesn't have to be CP three every night, but like, we're going to get a lot of, uh, great performances from this team going forward. And, um, you know, I'm just, I'm just loving on this team, man. Everything just pieced together really well. It flows well. I love everything about Mikhail Johnson and Cam or Mikhail Bridges and Cam Johnson with their Super Bowl stuff with the Bengals and the Rams. <laughs> I loved everything about the intro that these guys do, the pregame routine before they run out on the court. I love everything about this team. What I don't want to see is cocky ass Suns fans out yes. there right now. We haven't won shit. We haven't done shit. I don't want to see money guy out there in the finals and having those types <laughs> of dudes be all over Twitter and spamming everybody. Like we're still the underdogs, right? Randy, are we still the underdogs in your mind? Yeah, hundred percent. Um, this team to me, we still got like, even though, like I said, I feel like we have a really Set high down. ceiling. We have a lot of potential and it's just like, we have all the makings of like what a dynasty looks like from top to bottom, from a good GM to, you know what I'm saying? We still, from a good GM to down to Monty with the locker room and then down with the players and all the development and how long we're going to have these players. So it's like, we definitely have all, we definitely have all the things to, you know what I'm saying? Cook all that. But I think that now how I'm feeling right now today is just, I'm more so worried about just, just the offensive execution, like you said, they're implementing a lot of new plays and stuff like that and just in the playoffs and stuff. And we've seen, like, we was talking in a group chat about it, about just Milwaukee and uh, the Clippers, like how they came out and defended us and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. they, it was just the offensive execution was really bad. And then the defense, like, just the ability for Monty to kind of just make adjustments defensively and stuff like that. So those are just my only two really main concerns about the team right now. And so, you know what I'm saying? But outside of that, I feel like I feel pretty confident about us, especially moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. And guys, unfortunately, I've I've got to cut it short. We got to cut it off now. I, I can hear my son upstairs. I'm getting texts as well, too. Just I got a little sick kid at home and I'm just doing the best I can over here. So I apologize to everybody. I got to close it off. I'm not even going to get the intro or outro or anything going. Uh Phoenix Suns, man, I can't wait to come on Sunday. I want to do an extended podcast on Sunday if you guys are available. I'm a little mad that nobody even gave me a shout-out for my vintage Sean Kemp uh, shirt that I got over there. (laughs) Not one person noticed uh, uh, Kemp, one of my favorite players of all time, and just need to bring back the Supersonics somehow, some way. So, you guys, thank you for tuning in. Um, I want to come out with something a little bit on the shorter side this week as well, too, so I'll hit you guys up for that, but I do want an extended podcast podcast on sunday after the all-star game we're gonna have a lot to talk about if cp3 is healthy it's gonna be a great podcast if not we're gonna figure out a way how we can win so get those notifications on tomorrow i'm gonna be texting you guys when cp3 news comes out you guys have a good one and we'll and uh stay tuned and make sure you guys follow the podcast 110 subscribers thank you guys so much thank you see you guys later thank you see you guys